1029, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. So, Sean, the President of the United States can be involved in human trafficking. For 14 months, he can fly children who yeah. can't consent to squat. Children right. cannot sign a piece of paper and consent to anything. Right. He can fly them all over the country, including New York and Florida and other places, and drop them off in the middle of the night. And the only reason you, you do that in the middle of the night is because you don't want anybody to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's been going on for, yeah, 14 months. 14 right, months. Right. And what I believe is uh, actual, real, live kidnapping, because, in my opinion, because you're taking those children, you're just flying them wherever you want to fly them, you know? And uh, n- that doesn't get a peep out of the Bear County Sheriff. He doesn't uh. investigate that, doesn't look that up, doesn't check into it. In fact, he told me this morning when I presented that to him, he said, I, I, I didn't even know that was going on. He didn't know that for 14 months people had been flown all over this country. That's real odd since San Antonio is the place, the point of origin for all of that. Well, That's it's, interesting, you huh? know, not a good day for Javier, not a good day for San Antonio, you know. And in full disclosure, up until, you know, I've always had a friendly relationship with him. I think we all have. And uh, I'm just, you know, putting it out there while I was in the hospital. I get notes from him every now and again. So, you know, personally, I've always liked it. This is strange on so many different levels, political certainly, because he's doing what a lot of other folks are who are political figures, and a sheriff is a political figure. That's why you got to be elected. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, law enforcement, yeah, but they got to be elected. They're all saying, you got to indict DeSantis, you got to investigate DeSantis. They're, so he's, he's toting the line, you know, towing the line for the Democratic Party. All right? Certainly that's true. His whole argument is flawed, though, because he's. He's saying, he's claiming that actors from Florida lured these people from San Pedro to Florida, which we pretty much know is bullcrap. They didn't get to Florida because of DeSantis. They got to Florida because of the Biden administration. Who is human trafficking. Who is human trafficking. So the premise is flawed. It does, the premise doesn't make any sense. But I'm sorry, and I'm, I'm kind of with Elaine on this, this, this thing out of Halotus, the, the case from 2019, you have two press conferences yesterday. One involving, which has now gone national with Javier and this investigation, which I think is, well, San Antonio on the national stage, embarrassed once again. But this press conference with this family, and I'm not sure how to pronounce the last name, from 2019, who want Javier pulled off that case because it's gone, he says it's gone cold. And those, timing to be, those two things happening on the same day is very strange to me. Well, that's how I started the show this morning. I said yeah. that this is a distraction, right? He needed a diversion from this press conference that happened right. yesterday afternoon. Right. And then last night, he says, I'm going after DeSantis. Because so, so, I, I was dealing with my mom yesterday. So the, the, the family out of uh, Anaqua Springs happened first. Correct. And then his press conference Correct. happened later. Nobody knew anything about Javier Salazar investigating this uh, bird, or what do you call it, uh, this luring of people out of Bear County. He wasn't. Until last night Correct. when he gave that. See that? Come on. I, I, something, I, something, they're connected somehow. I have somehow. been talking about this. Yeah. So when Anaqua Springs happened, I had him on daily. Right. I had him on my show the 5 to 7 every single day, and we did updates. And then all of a sudden, he came on and he said, it's dead. It's a cold case, man. Cold cases, from what I understand about law enforcement, they evolve over time into coldness, right? It's not like one day they go from we're investigating to the next day, well, it's a cold case now, you know, we've we brought in the FBI and they've taken a look and boy, just nothing there, right? And so it, it was very interesting how that whole thing came down and there have been follow-ups on that every once in a while when the anniversary of the case or something right, like that right. comes up, right? 
And so, wow, well, that's interesting, huh? And so the lawyer comes out yesterday for the family and says, we want Javier off the case because he has he's mishandled the case and he's been attacking us. Oh, really? That's what he said. The attorney's name is Joseph Holscher. He's been attacking us. Of course, I asked Javier about that this morning. Anybody wants to hear it, just go to my page. It's up on the, the my interview with him is up. Uh, and you can listen to it yourself. But he said, I invite the attorney general to come in here and investigate this. Well, that's interesting because the attorney also said that Javier is intentionally withholding an outcome in this investigation. So why? Is that true? And I don't know of any laws that he's, right. that he's violated. <laughs> and wasn't there some kind of weird interview with the father in that case, of the, of the woman, with the two children, that, that they weren't understanding why the father was being interviewed? I mean, there's right. a lot of, I, I'm just really kind of catching up on a lot of this Correct. stuff out of Halotas. Yes. With the fact that these two press conferences He said they happened. got an argument the night before, and that he slept somewhere else that night. He the, was this wheel, uh, Wheeler guy. Wheeler, right. Ch- mm-hmm. uh, Charles, uh, Ch- Charles Wheeler. Yeah. Charles Wheeler. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, I, that that's where I'm. See, because I, I watch a lot of true crime stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's and, an interesting and you, world. And you and I also have our noggins in politics every day. Uh-huh. And timing is everything. Now, nobody is talking about the the press conference. The press conference with the family is not national news, right? As Correct. far as we know, no, it's not. But <clears throat> Javier Salazar and this investigation of the trafficking and DeSantis and all that, right? That's national. Well, it's international. So everybody's it's talking about that, yeah. but nobody's talking about the other press conference. No, 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 no. No, they're not, because this is this is uh, basically a, a local law enforcement <sighs> case, right? And so I asked him about his jurisdiction. He said, what happened here in my county? What happened here in your county? Well, I think, you know, LULAC has tasked me with investigating it. First, first time I asked him that, because he said, I've been tasked, and I said, who tasked you? He said, well, I tasked myself. I heard that. And yeah. then I said, uh-huh. And then he came back a few seconds later, and he says, LULAC. Now, refresh my did. mind, because I, yeah. I, I do mostly national stuff. So yeah. LULAC is for folks who... League don't. of United Latin American Citizens. Okay. They're, right. In my view, my opinion, right. they're a racist organization. Right. right, right. So they, he says they tasked him, and the other NGOs that are involved in the immigration mess also tasked him with investigating Ron DeSantis for human trafficking. And when I asked him about Joe Biden flying children in the middle of the night to these various right. places, right? And and a child cannot sign a waiver. No. You, it's you, an impossibility. You, you, you put a kid on a plane unaccompanied, they are technically kidnapped. That's why they call it kidnapping. That's what. That's my opinion of <laughs> right, how, right. how this has played out for 14 yeah. months. Javier claimed, claimed, and I don't believe him, I think he lied to me, to not know that that was going on. Nah, that, Hell, come on. just go down to San Pedro... Right, yeah, come on, yeah, and you'll see the the migrant crisis center that everybody on city council in his county says that they set up because the airport was overrun with these people because Biden has been flying these people all over the country in the middle of the night. Well, so of course he knew human trafficking was going on, and our government's involved. Well, then he said that you know you you and I probably subscribe to different news sources. Well, we it's do. Like, I'm sure. Well, that's true, but you know to to. For one to one point, well, you could claim that you wouldn't know about it if all you watched was CNN and MSNBC or the three networks because they don't report on it. I don't believe that though. Right, right. That's that's it's like the president saying he didn't know well about you know the plane. You could the claim that if you were the sheriff of Podunk, uh, Missouri, right, not right? of San Antonio, Texas, where it's happening. <laughs> right. The no, origination on, is on San Pedro. We're not idiots. The origination yeah. is on San Pedro in his right, county. Right. So there's no way he can claim that he didn't that he doesn't know that. <laughs> Every stinking day, Sean, every day.
there's about 1,500 or more you know, illegal immigrants that are here in San Antonio, right. and then they are put on buses and airplanes and sent out of here by this administration flown all over. And he wants to say Ron DeSantis is a human trafficker? <laughs> okay, well, we'll, again, have that, the, the, we'll have that party all day. The premise seems kind of tossed together. <laughs> it, it, really, it, it really didn't seem like a very well-thought-out idea. It's not. That not at all. you would make that claim, yeah. okay? Because he's he's got to make he's got to make the claim as a local crime, right? So he's got to put it in Bear County, but that that surmises that DeSantis magically lured people out of off San Pedro Street to go to Florida when they're busing and or putting people on airplanes to Florida every freaking day. Correct. That it is doesn't my, make any sense. That is exactly my yeah. point, and I made that point to him very right. clear. Oh, I didn't know that was going on. No, come on. Okay, man. you're lying. Okay, uh, I, you're I just, lying yeah. if you say you didn't know that that's been going on. Because I said it's been all over the media. It's been everywhere. You knew. You bird know. Dog, bird dogging, that's what it was called, yeah. Bird dogging is when you... Under a false pretense, say, hey, you know, I'd like you to, if you come here or come to this hotel room or come to this town, I'll do this for you. And then you don't do it and you're doing it for nefarious reasons, right? Bird dogging, yeah. And that's not what happened here. These people were presented with this, I have to dig it up, but this uh, brochure, they were shown this brochure of the help that they can get at Martha's Vineyard. Then they were, here's the bottom line they were taken to a hotel, they were given showers and food and clothing and haircuts, cleaned up. Javier never gave him a shower. Javier never gave him food, right? Yeah. Then they were then they were sent out, and they ended up in Martha's Vineyard, where they were handed over. And he says that this has been horrible for these people. Well, they have money now. They're Ubering to dinner. They're Ubering to stores. They're shopping well, for their children and all that stuff. He he, he said uh, when you were talking to him that you're painting a pretty picture, but. These are facts. These are not. These are not Javier. These are not things that are in I'm dispute. I'm not making it up. Yeah, nobody's making this up. We already know this stuff. We because DeSantis covered his tracks. This is what happened. This is what happened. Right. This is what they gave him. They gave him haircuts. They gave him a place to stay. They gave him food. They could shower and bathe. This is a matter of record. It's there's no there's no there's no you know contrivance no, to this. No, yeah. and, and if you think that Ron DeSantis is not going to cross every T and dot oh, yeah. every I, you're insane. Here's what it is. Ron DeSantis has the Democrats scared spitless about 2024. Right. He is the candidate oh, yeah. that can slaughter them in 2024. He's the antichrist to them. He really That's is. That's it. So they're going to do all they can to knock him around and beat him up before 2024. And they have employed now the Bear County Sheriff to do that, which is just, uh, to yeah, me, that's even funny because it's like a Pop Warner kid trying to play in the NFL. Well, it, but he's, <laughs> you know, I agree that, because this is standard stuff for the Democrats right now. Oh, this is they're how they all, do it. They're all calling for DeSantis to be investigated. Sure. Merrick Garland, the whole nine yards. Yeah, but there's something else as to why he's doing this too. Sure, there and I'm is. Sorry, but and you know, Javier, what are you doing, dude? Because the the same day as this press conference, which happened with the family in Helotus, that happened before. There's something dark going on here, and that's what really disturbs. Well, I me. told you what yeah. it was, and I told you what's happening. Right, and right. I explained it all to you, and that what what they what he's doing right now is distracting from a major major issue that he's got going on. I yeah. think with this investigation that the family is calling for, wants the AG to come in, wants the Texas Rangers to come in. Uh, Javier needs the attention to be fo- the spotlight to be focused somewhere else, and that, that's what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because there could only be just on my brief reading of the case out of 2019. And you know me, I disseminate stuff pretty quickly. 
It's like there's only one possible suspect in this. Well, I don't know. I, I look. Well, I, I'm uh, not going to go there. Say, in my opinion, in my opinion, looking at the basic facts of the case, <laughs> you're not going to be looking for a variety of people. Well, they claim one. there's a murder suicide, and the that know, doesn't make any sense that, at that all. That it was it, there in the in in the house. So yeah, anyway, yeah. but but the point is, you know, going back to Javier for just a second. Obviously, this is a political hit job on Ron DeSantis. That's all this is. And and the Democrat Party is once again, (laughs) the Democrat Party once again, just like they have done with the IRS and the FBI, they are weaponizing a formal jurisdiction to go after Republicans and the people they don't like. It it is a political hit job, but man, it's a really sucky one. It's awful. I mean, it's not even (laughs) it's absurd. It's really absurd. Whether it's Javier or it's you know, some other jackass on MSNBC saying, well, he needs to be investigated by Merrick Garland. It's an absurd sure. premise, sure. given what we already know the Biden administration has been doing sure. for 14 months. And so, you Come know, on, to, to take Only a- your own support base is that stupid sure. to believe well, that crap. They are. They are that stupid. So right. where is Merrick Garland? If Ron DeSantis is human trafficking right. people, don't you think Merrick Garland is the one that would be all over that? Don't you think that for one second that they wouldn't dispatch Merrick Garland and every FBI agent? Yeah. Put handcuffs on Ron DeSantis and haul him off? No. Absolutely they would. they do it today if they could. And that's why they haven't, is because uh. they know they don't have a case. And when I presented him with those facts, the only answer he said was, uh, we're not going to agree, are we? No, we're not going to agree. Well, we are not going to agree. You know, unfortunately, he started downshifting the sort of standard responses like, well, you know, we're not, you're just, the implication is you're just being a talk show host and I'm not going to be able to get a word in Edwise and you're not going to believe anything I say anyway. I mean, we've both gotten that trip from well, folks before. Here, here's the difference in Near me. Near the end of a conversation. Here's the yeah. difference in me and you and others is that we will not allow them to sit here and filibuster with no. lies and bull crap, right? We're going to hold their feet to the fire and ask them questions. So when he goes down that road and he starts filibustering and he starts blah, 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 I'm going to cut him off and I'm going to no, yeah. make sure yeah. he answers the question. Yeah. I'm not going to let them do the BS that they typically do. I'm going to make sure they answer the question. You're I here can't to answer stand the question. that crap. Yeah. So, and, and every time I would do that, he'd say, well, you're cutting me off. You won't let me answer. You already answered. You right. already answered my question. Now let's get to the next one. So, right. Wow. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. BG Products. BG Products. Years ago, when I was driving NASCAR stock cars, we wanted to find the best product that we could add to the oil and the gas and all that stuff to get us the best, you know, best possible performance. We found it in BG. Number one, the protection on the engines was phenomenal. Number two, uh, the the life of the engines were expanded. It was really great. But uh, we also got great performance. Uh, with the other products that BG offers. Now, you can use those exact same products in your vehicle no matter what it is you drive. Day, night, weekends, big truck, small car, whatever you want to talk about, BG has a product for you. And BG products are available anywhere you have your oil change. You're not going to buy them off a shelf anywhere because they're just not available like that. They're available where you have your oil change. BGfindashop.com. Going to be sunny and hot all week. Highs in the upper 90s. Right now, 77 at KTSA. And FM 1071. So at the beginning of my interview with Javier, I asked him, because he said he was tasked to do this. That means somebody told you to do it. So I asked him who told him to do it. This was three minutes into it. The podcast is up. He said, I tasked myself. I circled back to that at the end of the interview, and I said, who tasked you to do this? You keep saying you were tasked. You were tasked. To do this, who who tasked you? He said Lulac. 
at the end of the interview. <laughs> right, right. So two right. different two different answers at two different points well, in the interview. Again, this was this does not appear. I mean, just to my ears, does not appear to have been very well thought out. Just the whole press conference, the whole premise, the way he handled the interview with you. You know, you give two different answers like that, and it, and you and I know this because we do it for a living. That that usually means somebody's full of crap when you give two different answers for for the same question in the same interview. Biden does it in abundance. Uh, so I, this is, you know, it's unfortunate. First off, and I feel, you know, frankly, a little sad because I I, I do have a lot of affection for the guy, for Javier Salazar. I always have. So. It's a very bad day for him, and it's a very bad day for the te- for the city, for San Antonio, because routinely members of our own leadership put us on the national news in the into the national news cycle for embarrassing reasons. And to me, this is embarrassing. The sheriff of of Bear County, you know, San Antonio, the home of San Antonio, claiming in a newscast that, that is now or a press conference that is now national news worldwide worldwide. That he's going to basically investigate Ron DeSantis for the Martha's Vineyard thing. Right. That's embarrassing. It's it's embarrassing for him, and it's embarrassing for us because it does it's bull it's obvious bullcrap. It's obviously political. And what makes it that's right. It's a political hit job. And what makes it even more embarrassing is this has been going on by the Biden administration. Yeah. This is the point, right? That's common this knowledge. This is the point. Yeah. And he has not said a word about the Biden administration doing it. But Ron DeSantis does it, who is a political opponent. Again, I'll say it. It's another example that we have of these agencies being weaponized by the Democrats to attack political opponents. Well, yeah. That's, that's the that's threat where that we're we, under right that's now. That's where we are right now. And there's a lot of people getting sucked up into that vortex. And apparently Javier is one of them. And it's disturbing. Uh, you know, it's, it's very disturbing. And uh, it's, I guess, again, why November is so very important. But you uh-huh. know what? Uh-huh. I'm increasingly worried about November. Y- y- you look at what they're willing to do. <laughs> you look at the immigration crisis, the border crisis, which, you know, in, I've been saying now, we don't have a border on the South. There is no border. It's gone. Tell and all of, this, all of this human wreckage that is following this is purely for political reasons. I want you to expand on what you were just saying about, you know, I'm concerned about November. So let's take the break, and I want you to have lots of time to be able to do that. Sure. Okay. Let's do yeah. that. Okay. So when we come back, you'll be able to yeah. talk about that. We'll, we'll do that right after the news. Stevens Roofing is San Antonio's roofing company. It's Stevens Roofing, their family-owned local company, so they deal with the same weather that you and I deal with every single day. Whether it's a hot Texas sun, whether it's the wind, whether it's a storm coming up out of anywhere, Stevens Roofing knows what you're dealing with with your roof because they deal with the same weather. They deal with the same situation. So you need a reliable roofer that can handle anything that Texas weather has to throw at it, and that, of course, is Stevens Roofing. They're online at stevensroofing.net, or you can call them at 210-785-0994. Whether it's commercial or residential, metal or composition, Stevens Roofing will cover your family, and you can trust them to do what's right for your family. Stevens Roofing has your family covered at 210-785-0994. This is... All right, uh, 736, Warren Rima, KTSA. If you want to hear the interview with Javier, yeah. it's on the it's on the podcast. You can go over to our page over there, and it's on the podcast. Uh, we'll, 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 we're we'll going to play a little bit of it coming up. Well, and, and just one more thing, not to yeah. cut you off, but in, 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 in full disclosure, like I did ask you know him if he would come on my show. Yeah. 
and uh, he, you know, he's not going to come. So I, I, your interview may be the only interview we get with him today. Okay. Okay. Just putting it out there. Okay. So, um, and and hopefully he'll change his mind. Maybe be on a little bit later on. He's with Riccardi. Maybe you know who knows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think JD is in for Riccardi this afternoon. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Um. Anyway, um, we were talking before the bottom of the hour. Um, about this being political, obviously it is, right? There's yeah. only one reason for this, because you're investigating Ron DeSantis for human trafficking, but not investigating very obvious human trafficking, in my, in my estimation, and yours too. I'm not speaking oh, yeah, to you, yeah. but yeah. Um, and you said, I'm really concerned about November. Yeah. So, Well, I mean, when you stack it all up, I mean... You, you, you see what the opposition, and let's just call them what they are, our our opposition, which I think is our own government and the Democrats and that whole crowd, you look at what they're willing to do to achieve a political end. Anything. Uh, you look at the, the border crisis exists because of a political reason, which we've said for a long time. You want to flip red states to blue, you got to populate them, you got to saturate them with people that you think will vote Democrat. Uh, so you, what do you do? You open up the border, you flood these states with these people, because where are they sending them on those planes? To red states. They're not sending them to, you know, freaking Seattle. They're sending them to, you know, Miami and Florida and Texas, the various little towns in Texas. And and there's a lot of human wreckage, as I call it, death and horribleness that's coming along with that, and they don't care. They act like it doesn't exist. The only reason they're throwing an S-fit about Martha's Vineyard and Greg Abbott sending these buses to New York and Chicago is because it's something that makes the Republicans look good and shines a light on a crisis they're trying to act like doesn't exist. So it's all political. So they're willing to to use the FBI, to weaponize the FBI, to shake down an ex-president's personal residence without any cause, as far as we know, okay? Uh, it, it, what are they capable of? What, what, I mean, we're getting down to, we got like 50, 49 days mm-hmm. until Election Day. Seven when weeks. I, seven seven weeks. When I say that I'm worried about November, I'm worried about uh, a large network of people who are very obviously capable of anything. That is the point. And so what's next? What is the next shoe to drop? What are they going to do? That's right. And what they, are they going to do? They will stop at nothing to, right. to hang on to power. Right. And, uh, and, and and including weaponizing agencies of our government. Let me give you a couple of examples. Remember yesterday, I think, did you talk about that FBI stuff on your show yesterday? Uh, I'm not sure if I, I can't remember if I got to it or All not. Right. I think I did. So basically, just catch everybody yeah, up on this it. This is crazy. The uh, FBI, the whistleblowers with inside of the FBI, obviously people who have gotten their belly full of uh, the political leadership at the FBI, uh, talking about that the FBI has been going out. They were tasked by somebody in the Department of Justice, right? which is headed up by the Biden administration, to go out and uh, and find these people who are the threat to democracy that Joe Biden right. pointed out in his speech. Go out and find them, and they haven't been able to find them. So according to these whistleblowers in the FBI, they're being told to reclassify cases as being domestic terrorists, white supremacy, and all that, even though they're not. Right. They're, they're being reclassified right now so that they have the numbers so that Biden, sometime in October, can come out and say, look at all these people, right? So that's what we brought up yesterday. Then another story concerning another FBI whistleblower comes out overnight, according to Representative Jim Jordan from Ohio. When January 6th happened, that's a Washington field office issue. Mm -hmm. It happened where? Washington, D.C., so it's a Washington field office issue. 
But according to the whistleblowers inside of the FBI, the FBI took that, took January 6th, and spread it among field offices all over the country so that now they can claim it's a nationwide issue. These white supremacists are everywhere. (laughs) Right. They're everywhere. They're all over America, when in fact they're not. But what they did was they parceled them out, sent them all over the country, so that now they can claim we have a nationwide issue with these people. Right, right. January 6th is a nationwide problem, not just a Washington, D.C. problem. These whistleblowers state unequivocally that's not the the jurisdiction, the purview of the Washington field offices. In addition, they are now classifying these cases and moving them ahead of things like child rape, uh, uh, child human trafficking all these other crimes that are going on they are now they've been told by higher ups according to the whistleblowers in the fbi to put this whole thing these threat to democracy ahead of all the other cases whether it's a kidnapping case a bank robbing case a whatever case these are to take precedence over everything else that the fbi might be investigating so all these other cases are going cold while they're investigating these folks for this domestic terrorism that Joe Biden's right. been talking about. Another story came uh. out overnight, too. The IRS giving a tax-exempt status to a George Soros-backed group that is accused of targeting Trump Republicans. This is a story that came out over the weekend. A, a guy by the name of Preston Moore, he's a legal commentator online, he was approached by the Soros group, offered $400 if he would, he's an influencer online, if he would write stories that would put the the January 6th people in a horrible light, Republicans and MAGA Republicans in a horrible light. They even told him what to say and how to say it. Insurrection, criminal conspiracy, all the MAGA, MAGA individuals and all that. And he's not a Trump supporter. He was inclined to go along until he started to ask questions about this. And when he started to ask questions, he said it became clear that this group is paying all these bloggers across America to manipulate people to hate these Trump followers. Right. So they got the stories out there about how awful the MAGA people are. So it's a multi-prong attack in weaponizing all of these groups and all of these governmental agencies to attack Republicans. And I, I see what's happening right here in bear county as part and parcel of that we're being set up <laughs> we're being set so up, way man. I, view it. I agree no, i agree with everything you've said and that stuff about uh, and and when we talked about it yesterday these fbi agents and they they got some guys to kind of say on the slide you know we're 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 coming up empty with evidence of folks to to meet this this uh this standard. direction the yeah. standard you know i we're being set up and and that's again where I get very apprehensive about the next seven weeks, uh, because I I don't you and I and I don't think this has never happened in a sense. Maybe the McCarthy era with the communism stuff you could compare it to, but I've never seen and even read in in our history a moment where a vast group of people were actively targeted and and designated as enemies of the state and and domestic terrorists Uh, it's never happened before to this extent even the even the communism thing was well we're going to get you kicked out of hollywood or you know you're going to lose your job or whatever this is different this is on a much deeper scale uh and joseph mccarthy was just one senator okay we're talking about entire agencies that have been that that have been weaponized against the american people we're talking about a humanitarian crisis being 
created and allowed to continue for a political end. That's this has never happened in America before. And and what did the people do that are being investigated by the FBI and all that, being having these uh, hit pieces written about them? The only thing they did was they voted for Donald Trump. Yeah, that's the only thing they've yeah. done. They haven't broken any laws. No. They haven't done anything illegal. They voted for Donald Trump, and now mm. they're being called enemies of the state by the president of the United States. And investigations have been launched into them, and their only crime is voting for Donald right. Trump. Right. Um, and, and just to circle that back to, to what's happening here in Bear County with, with Javier, when I asked him this morning about his jurisdiction, he said it happened in my county. But that's not, that's not the, the, um, that, that's not the criteria. This, if that's true, if it happened in Bear County and these folks were taken out of Bear County over to Florida, however got, they got there, by the Biden administration or DeSantis or whoever, and then taken from Florida up to, he's talking, this is a, a federal case at that point because they cross state lines. Well, it's yeah. not his jurisdiction. Right. Well, it's I, not his I, place. I don't believe he's actually going to do an investigation. Well, he's not. I said that this yeah, morning, uh, too. That, he's, that, not, he's got nothing. He's got nothing. He's got no jurisdiction. He has no evidence. There's nothing. And if he, if he were to actually investigate it, then he would it would all signs would point to biden so well, he's not going to do that so so i think what's going to happen in the end at the end of the day he's going to come out and he's going to say well there's no evidence there's nothing that I, you know i couldn't find any evidence so he's clear and free right. to go uh but my point is what he said in that press conference yesterday and you listened to it was i don't know if any laws were broken and i don't know of any statutes that were violated right well that's in its in and of itself right you can't launch an investigation if you're a law enforcement agency. This is my understanding of law enforcement agencies. You don't launch an investigation unless you have evidence of a crime. Yeah. You have to have a building that's been broken into. You have to have a, mur- a body of a, you know, a murder that has occurred. You have to have evidence of a crime before you launch an investigation. He said the reason he was launching an investigation is because he thinks it's just wrong what happened. Well, I'm sorry, but that's not the criteria for an investigation uh, to be launched. That's, that's an inversion. Because I think it's wrong that you wore a green shirt today. Sean, so we're going to investigate your green shirtness today, right? But I mean, that's, that I'm, I'm is, using the oh, silly. I know that, but that's kind of a standard now because Mike Lindell got sh- his phone that's, confiscated merely for voicing certain opinions. And so that goes to the weaponizing right. of the organizations, uh-huh. doesn't it? Oh, my so, God. So you, you, I don't have evidence of a crime, and I don't know of any statutes that have been broken, but I think it's wrong, so I'm going to launch right. a criminal investigation into right. you because I think what you did was wrong. Oh, and no. That's not the standard. You can't no. do that. Well, he knows that. He he's got he knows that this this is about something other, uh, but again, all ships sailing in the same direction. They're all saying that DeSantis needs to be investigated. He's just part of that whole crowd now, and that's because twenty twenty four and Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis scares oh, yeah. them to death, and he should. You know why? He ain't afraid of them. No, <laughs> and there's nothing they got. If, if there was anything they could put on that guy, they'd have had it already. If he's the nominee in 2024, he's going to go against Gavin Newsom. He's going to beat him. Oh, absolutely. It's going to happen. All right, I got to tell you about my friends over at the Tank Depot right here on Southeast uh, Loop 410 in San Antonio. Don't go through another hot, dry period. Don't go through another dry time without having your own source of water. Whether you live out on a ranch somewhere or whether you've got crops somewhere that you've got to keep watered, the Tank Depot has water collection rain collection 
tanks, water storage tanks available today for you where you always have a great supply of water. And I'm not just talking to those of you who are farmers and ranchers. Those of you who live in town, it's a great idea. And by the way, it's tax exempt to harvest your own rain. When we get rain here, you can have a tank in your backyard sitting next to your house. That water can go in there and you never again will have to worry about whether or not you're going to have a supply of water at your home. It is a smart thing to do. You don't have to worry about municipalities can and will be able to supply that water. Right now a lot of people are buying electric generators because they're worried about the power situation. That's a good idea. But when it comes to your water and making sure you have water, without water you can't live. Period. you got to have it. And your friends at the Tank Depot have it. Now if you have a retail location, the Tank Depot are ready to go into business with you to supply these tanks you can stock them there at your retail location you can sell them and up front you're going to split the profits 50 50 with the tank depot the tank depot 210-648-3866 all right that's the 753 now ktsa trey Ware, sean Rima. all right love them pose like that so Today's the 20th. <laughs> it is the 20th. Let's right? lighten the load here for just a few minutes, <laughs> shall we? Sure. I'm From always the in end favor of, of the that. freaking world. <laughs> um, it's next National Fried Rice Day. Or as some people say, National fr- fr- Fried Rice. I'm so sorry, <laughs> round eye. I love fried rice, man, with some shrimps in it. Yeah, oh, man. Good stuff, yeah. It's Get Ready Day. Hey, are you ready? You I'm, better never, get, I'm, I'm never ready. You better get ready. <laughs> I make it up as I go along, man, uh, my whole life. It's National String Cheese Day. Okay. And who doesn't like string cheese? Don, Don Morgan, even you got to like string cheese, don't you? Rock on, man. Don's not getting in this today. He wants, <laughs> Don's he just, he he don't want to talk to either one of us today, This, this hot tub's a little too warm for him today. <laughs> <laughs> he do not want to jump in a wear around a hot tub, does he? Uh-uh. Not with, you, not with you two. Mm. Uh-huh. There's one more, and this is my absolute favorite from today. It's National Gibberish Day. Well, when is it not? It's for this show. National <laughs> Gibberish Day. So let the gibber, let the gibberish fly, man. There's uh, other than string cheese. There's no other food involved today, then, huh? I think it was. Uh, I saw one national. Uh, I don't know some kind of muffin. <laughs> okay, well, glad you I left that out. Yeah, really. Well, you know, I try to pick the top four yeah. or five most interesting ones. Muffin Top Day. Hey, there we go. these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one. <laughs> you ought to see me in a pair of go-go pants. I'd rather not. I'll yeah, show you yeah. my Muffin Top, baby. No, that's all right. You want to see my pooch? <laughs> Your what? Your dog? <laughs> no. no <it's> a... <laughs> hey. And this is why I don't want in that hot tub yeah. today. He's talking about his pooch and go-go boots. So. Yeah, I don't really oh, need I, that image, but I, there you go. I got my new purse. It is purity. Isn't that nice? It really all, is. all the way from communist China yeah. right there. That, that purse there is traveling around the world. You're going to be in style on North St. Mary's this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know what? 
when you're attractive to when when both genders are attracted to you, hey, yeah. that's a compliment. Yeah. Gay guys love me. Anyway, <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> I never loved them back though because yeah. that's icky. But you know, I was going to if say, I was gay, I'd have a date every night. <laughs> Maybe not anymore, but yeah. no. But that damn purse traveled from China. It's made of leather. It's a little more compact. It than is that nice other looking. Thing. I was only kidding. And, and the other one was made of some kind of canvas crap, and it, it would get crap in it and smell. Yeah. This one won't smell. And I think it's quite fetching hanging off my shoulder. It makes me look like a man on the go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you look like a swish, 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 swish. Here comes Sean, swish, swish. Hey, Trevino said he liked my new purse. Yeah, nice purse, You dude. like it? Yeah, Jimmy's got good taste. Yeah, I know he does. Yeah, he really does. He's I know got he good does. taste. Boy's, boy's pretty smart. Yes, he is. Yeah. So anyway, I, I got uh, my religious things in there. Elaine needed some holy water and... I think I'm one of the few people that can say, "Hey, here you go. Here's holy water." Did you love that? Did you love that Chris Pell or that uh, Pelly interview, Scott Pelly interview with Joe Biden? And they got to the whole. Uh, here's the here's the beads in the pocket. He carries around his rosary, his rosary. Beads, and he takes them out like they're magic eight ball beads or something because he shakes them and let's see what they've got to say. You know, it's like what you just kind of get the feeling that like he has no idea what to do with them. He has no idea. <laughs> It's like a magic talisman to him or something. It's, it's like, it's like well, right. Well, anytime a Democrat starts talking about a re- religion, you almost always know they're full of crap. Well, that's, <laughs> that's true. You know, it's like when Obama famously said, uh, uh, peace be with you and also with you. Yeah. Well, that's right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like these people that say, you know, I'm a good Catholic, and then they go, I'm pro-abortion. Right, yeah, right. Okay, good, right. Yeah. You know, it's like the good book says, peace yeah. be with you and also with you. Oh, so you. there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Barack. Back in a minute, more Red Rama coming up, KTSA. The 7 till 9, huh. News Talk 550, KTSA, <laughs> and FM 1071. Hey, don't worry about it. We're investigating. We, we found, Don't worry about the body in the ditch. We're investigating Ron DeSantis. Hey, well, we, you know. We got that investigation underway. That racist DeSantis has been keeping me up at night. When no. is he going to be? When am I going to see him in some orange coveralls, yeah. man? Oh, they, oh, if they can figure Let's out a way. Shackles. If they can figure out a way, you know they will. Because 2024, they don't want to run against Let me say something about Javier real quick. Uh, the interview was up at KTSA.com. Had him on uh, after a little after 6 this morning. And I've always had a really cordial relationship yeah, with me, Javier. Me too. I, I, know. I like the guy. I know, and I do too. Personally, on yeah. a personal level, um, it go- goes back to the days when Bill got to town, Bill McManus, and Javier was with him, and I spent a lot of time yeah. with those guys, and he's just a, you know, personally a sweetheart of a guy. It, I think it's very uncool. Uh, two things. First of all, that the Democrat Party has decided, and LULAC and these NGOs have decided to use him to do this, but also <clears throat> I'm not going to absolve him of any uh, guilt or fault in this because he's allowing himself to be used in this. So I think that's really bad on his part. But I call him as I see him, man. And I, I you know, I, I, I don't feel like I got a pussyfoot around. Uh, I, I, I think this is absolutely wrong. If, if they've got a case here, a human trafficking case, it's a federal case. It's a case for Merrick Garland and the Justice Department. It's not a case for him. And to me, as I look at it, it's a total po- political hit job, particularly when, the, in my view, and I know you've said it too, human trafficking flows out of San Antonio all the time. Joe Biden has been flying children in the middle of the night to right. these cities. And not a thing. He's never said a word. Javier's never said a word about that. So while I have liked the guy and I've had a, a cordial relationship, I'd like for that to continue. Uh, I'm going to call balls and strikes and when it comes down to it. And he's, he said it that way. He said, you and I are just not going to agree. And he's right. We're just not. Well, you know, we, we, this is an interesting gig. And I, you know, if we can kind of talk about relationships sure. for a second in you that, 
you know, I've been doing talk radio now since, uh, I guess, 1990, uh, 1998 is when I started. 89 is when I started radio. 98 is when I got into radio. And no place, no other town have I ever worked have I had personal relationships with many of the folks that I end up having to talk about. You know, I, I've, I've known a couple of mayors, but, you know, I didn't know anybody like I knew Nuremberg. I, you know, there was a, you know, we, we again, we, I've known Javier, again, since he was working with Bill, Bill McManus, and they'd come by the station, you know, for all sorts of events. And and it's, uh, it's, it's, it is different here because San Antonio is a big, small town. So we all do kind of know each other. It's like Clayton Perry bringing tacos by the other day. So... I, I, I value those relationships. With, with the first guy I mentioned, what kind of soured me on that relationship, frankly, was that at one point I felt like he was trying to use me to help him politically in a way, which I didn't really care much for. Nuremberg. I, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm not going to go into that specifically, but I, that's just kind of the feeling that I had. So at that point, I'm kind of like open season. <laughs> and plus, I think he he misrepresented himself to a lot of people in this town when he was initially going to run. In that he, I'm an independent. You know, I'm not for either side, which was obviously not true. And I don't like what he's done to this town. Javier is, you know, again one of my favorite people in this town. I mean, he like, like I said, when I was in the hospital, he would send me notes. You know, I hear from him every now and again. He had some issues uh, with, uh, uh, I think, uh, the loss of his mom at one point. And I think I had sent him a note and and. You know, we've kind of had that kind of relationship. We comment on each other's stuff on Facebook. You know, it's my wife, and it's very cordial. So, you know, in this regard, I whenever I talk about him, I am going to put out the disclaimer that, well, yeah, I like the guy, you know, and I consider him a friend. I think this is a very bad day for him. I, I, I don't know if it's that he's being pressured to do something, if he was told to do something, if he's a true believer and he actually, because some people are, some people as far as thinking DeSantis should be arrested are what I call true believers. They actually believe that. Uh, so I, I don't know what's at play behind the scenes. I just, it kind of, it the whole thing just kind of makes me sad, you know, in a sense, because I do have to go on the air now and talk about a guy that I have a lot of affection for in very realistic terms and that I think everything he's saying right now is bullcrap. I don't, I, I, this, this business of somehow magically DeSantis lured people from San Pedro all the way to Florida specifically for the reason that he, first off, DeSantis didn't have to lure anybody from San Pedro, from, from this town. They're being flown there already. He's got plenty of people there on the ground in Florida that he could have sent to Martha's Vineyard. All right, let me let me talk about that for just a second because uh, just like you started in '89, I started in '75, right? And did music radio for a long time, but started this the talk radio career at the first Gulf War, and have known many politicos over the years, right? National, local, statewide. Uh, kicked off Greg Abbott's uh, run to be governor. He called me personally and asked me to do that. These guys, local, I've always had a, a cordial relationship with them. Like you, um, I my relationship with Ron Nirenberg started when Howard Peake, who was a very good friend of mine, called me and said, would you talk to this guy? And we had a meeting over here in the conference room, and I said, look, Howard's endorsed you. I think you're all right, you know, until, until you're not. <laughs> and, uh, and, and to me... It's one thing to have ideologies that are different, and it doesn't have to get personal. You can uh, you can disagree without being disagreeable, and but but you can't lie. 
And Ron lied to me on three occasions, and three strikes are out. He lied to mm-hmm. my face on three occasions mm-hmm. about stuff that was going on. So at that point, I just, you know, I had to break off the relationship as much as I could. And uh, But with Javier, I've always had a, a cordial, friendly, nice relationship. Well, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a sweetheart <laughs> of a guy. So this is not necessarily personal. What this is is business, and, and those guys, when they get into politics, they understand that they got to put on their big boy pants. And well, yeah. that's what's happening here. <clears throat> he said in the interview, again, it's at KTSA.com if you want to hear it, but he said that, number one, when I first asked him who tasked him to do it, because he said he'd been given a task. Right. Well, who's given you that task? The first answer three minutes into the interview was myself. And then I circled back to that toward the end of the interview, and he said LULAC. So having been here all of my life, coming up on 50 years on radio right. here, I've seen the good old boy stuff that's in right, play. Right, right, right. And you hear me talk about, and this is where I get this idea a lot, you hear me talk about the iceberg that most of it's under the water. Well, the same thing is true in downtown San Antonio. Oh, yeah. The figureheads that you vote for that you see on TV, thats they're just that. They're figureheads. Uh, th- there is a machine that runs San Antonio and Bear County that's underneath the water line. And it's our own swamp. Yes, it is. Absolutely, it is. We, for years, we've referred to it because we're in Texas. It's a good old boy. <laughs> right. So, right. But anyway, uh, I don't know if anybody from the good old boy club got to him, but he admitted that Lulac had ordered him to do this. They tasked him to do it, he said. Yeah, yeah. That's an it, order. It's, well, and just a, uh, one more comment. I'm going to repeat a lot of the stuff on, on my show in that I've had a lot of fun with Nuremberg on the air. I have, you know, which I'm sure he considers deeply insulting. Uh, I've, I've done all kinds of stuff like that, right? I mean, Don, you know, I've, that's just the way I've treated it. And sometimes I've had fun at his expense a lot of times. Today isn't fun for me. Like, th- this thing, talking about Javier and having a deal with this, this is not a fun thing to do and i'm not going to make light of it uh in, nope. in that sense because this well, is some, have I. this is some no you haven't no. but i mean you know me i mean this is real but serious. i'm humor based and so oh, I, oh, when i, I see what when, you're I, when yeah. I i've done I my you. nuremberg imitation a thousand times you know i, I got you but with this like it's, it's gonna be a serious uh, well it's, it's not fun for me this yeah. is not something that i can have fun with because it's very disturbing on 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 many different levels, and and it's disturbing because I think he's a really nice guy and yeah. a very congenial dude, and so well, and I can't, and I'm like uh, you, it's like we can't not do our jobs, right? Well, no, we have to do the job. We have to it's do the national job. National news, it's, dude. It's business, <laughs> yeah. but it's also you know what else you have to be, and you know this because your mentor. I've heard you say your mentor told you this. My daddy raised me this way. You have to be true to yourself. Well, yeah. you have to go. You, there's only one person you sleep with at the end of the day, right? That's yourself. Well, yeah, you yeah. Gotta So if you believe that he's doing wrong, you yeah. have to say that whether you're friends or not. Well, I, I wouldn't want to do this for a living if I had to lie about what I think and what I, how right. I live and all that. That's I've my always point. been painfully obvious about my own mistakes on the air. And so there's no, it's like writing. There's no point to doing we, it if you're going to. we gonna, don't have any editorial people over our heads. Nobody sets editorial direction. Now, people think that that exists. That's why I'm putting it this in It doesn't here. exist at all. That's why I'm inserting it. <laughs> right. That's why I'm saying this. Nobody tells us what to uh-uh. say, what to not say. We have to respect the license. That's it. Right. But we're, we're, we're never told, say this or don't say that. Uh, we are here to express our opinions about these things. Right. To talk about that's all we are. We're not news reporters. He's over there. Yeah. We we are opinion people who have opinions about these things, and we're to express those opinions. And I do it. Right. And I know you do based on the facts. Yeah. So 
I don't pull this stuff out of my butt to talk about. You know, my research level and dedication to that is off the charts. Well, I, yeah, I, mean, I take a back in here like freaking midnight every day. <laughs> I take a back seat to nobody in research. So right. when I bring these things up to Javier in, a, in an interview, I've researched this stuff. Right, right. I've looked it through very carefully. Yeah, and, and, and it's very important, for me anyway, it's very important that I understand and, and I'm able to explain why I think something. That to me is a big deal. Like there's so many and the, people these days are allowed to skate way too much. Sure. For not having any reason why they claim what they claim about whatever. Sure. And even in the interview with Javier, he kind of deflected to sort of standard stuff about you know, well, we uh, we're gonna we have different sources, or well, you know, the they were they were treated horribly and abandoned. He's he's standard stuff. By this is what they're all saying. Yeah. Okay, but you you heard very little in that interview of what Javier, I think, genuinely thinks. You heard a lot of talking point stuff, which I thought was also very disappointing. And I, and and I started that interview by asking him, "What do you think?" Right, right. That's how we started. What yeah. do you think? And I got talking points from the very beginning. And you know, I, I'll address that real quick here, as far as what we read, because he he said you read certain things and I read certain things. Meaning, well, I guess you know, I'm guessing what he meant was you're reading nothing but Breitbart and Fox News, right. and I'm over here reading MSNBC. But the fact of the matter is, no. I don't just read those. Right. I am connected to all of those sources. Now, he may be pulling his own particular favorites, like an MSNBC, a CNN, ABC. He may be reading his own particular favorites. I'm reading them all. Yeah. Because i got to read the opposition like you do. i got to read the opposition as well as those who I agree with. I've got to read those I disagree with, and I do it every day. Every day. Well, and we do. And, and Ricardi is, is, you know, any talk show host worth their salt is doing that. So You're, he may be you know, reading up a specific well, I, segment. I'm reading it all. I'm reading the universe. He's working from talking points. That's right. what I heard. Yeah. Well, there you he, go. He's, he's working from things that I have heard other folks, pundits, say on MSNBC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've heard uh, governors and mayors of other Democrat cities say... You know, so that's what I mean well, by and there were a couple stuff. of points in the interview where he said, "You know, you're not letting me answer." And the the point is, well, first of all, he did answer, and second of all, it was exactly what you were talking about: talking right. points. And I'm I, I I have no patience for that. Yeah, I don't either. You know, if, if you're going to be on with me. First of all, I'm, I'm under t- serious time constraints. Right, right. I got to fly. I got to move fast. And second of all, I I don't want the BS, man. I don't care about the BS. What I want is the answer. And once you've given me the answer, you can blabber, but I'm gonna cut you off. I'm gonna go the next thing. Right, right. And he was saying, "Well, you're not letting me finish." Well, you know, you were done. You were done. You answered that right, question. Right. Now we went into the filibustering and the talking points, and it's time to move on to the next thing. And so, I mean, that's how the whole thing uh, played well, out this it, morning. So, and that's a demo, that's a liberal ploy when you just kind of it's national gibberish. They were just keep talking, keep talking, keep talking, right. to kind of get away from the fact that you really didn't answer the question. You know what I mean? I, I was very fair to him. Yeah, oh, you were absolutely. And I was very fair. You know, it started with being fair, even to invite him on the show to express oh, yeah, his. Yeah. That, that's the first act of of kindness and fairness. Secondly, I I said, here you go, man. I'll move commercials. We'll take whatever time. Let's get this fleshed out. What do you think? And immediately launched into the right, talking. Right. Part. So, all right. Wow. Quick break. More Warren Rima coming up for you at Window World. Martin Bamba. You hear him on the weekends here on KTSa. He is a great. Great guy. Very smart at what he does. And the entire crew at Window World is that way as well. Now, when you're talking about Window World windows, you're talking about the most energy-efficient windows that you're going to be able to buy.
They are family-owned and operated since 1947. They're the most well-built and constructed windows that you're going to find anywhere. They have the industry-leading warranties that come with every single window, world window. Beautiful color options to choose from are available to you at all times. At Window World Windows, you will find the perfect window for your home and to you know, top it all off, certified master installers to put them in for you. WindowWorldTX.com. And on the phone, 210-767-0995. Sunny and hot, upper 90s all week, 78 now, KTSA. Stay connected. I'm just kind of wondering, Mr. Rao. Yes. It's a wearing right at 825 KTSA. Um... Thanks to Elaine for getting... Uh, she she woke up Javier this morning, by the way. Right, so, I yeah. imagine. <laughs> so, thank you, Elaine. Outstanding job. Jimmy for the great sound, and Don, always. Um, I'm just wondering if you got something to lighten the load with a little bit here, because it's been a little bit heavy. Uh, you got something on your list? Uh, Toss him. Uh, Those are my new purse. Okay. Um, well... <laughs> <laughs> and how you gonna be swishing on North St. Mary's on Saturday? No, I ain't gonna be swishing. <laughs> I only swish at home, man. <laughs> He's gonna go paraded in the crosswalk on North Bay. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I mean, this is kind of laughable. It's more of this, uh, you know, white people suck stuff. We have a, uh, a middle school teacher in California, oh, California, yeah. at uh, St. Matthew's Parish School. And uh, she uh, is an elite private school. It's an expensive private school in Pacific Palisades, California. Right. And uh, she sent a letter to uh, parents and to teachers uh, about, uh, you know, the poison of whiteness. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Well, these are people with college degrees. Mm -hmm. And uh, the letter was entitled Dismantling White Supremacy Mm. in an Independent School. Right. And what it means to be anti-racist and how whiteness has dominated our lives. Again, these are middle school kids and the the teachers and the parents. She said her, and what's her name? Her name is um Victoria Rosenberg. And uh she said uh parents and teachers have all been socialized with the same poison of whiteness. She advocates for the integration of anti-racist teaching into all subjects at all grade levels. And uh, on the basis, it'll give white students more exposure to racially stressful encounters. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I get so sick of this whitey suck stuff. I mean, it, it's getting so tiresome at this point, uh, the CRT crap, and whiteness is po- You're going to say to a little kid, whiteness is poison. Well, I, that's what they're doing, and they, they're doing it primarily in the public schools. I know it's a private school issue that they're dealing with there. There's plenty of private schools that are run by liberal whack jobs as well yeah. that are that are putting that, pouring that poison into people's, uh, little kids' heads. Um, it, it, You know, I, I really believe that in November, this is going to contribute to the red wave. This is not oh, yeah. the primary issue. Primary issue is inflation, which I'll talk about in the next half hour. Primary issue is inflation, and when people go to the grocery store, it doesn't matter. It doesn't discriminate. It doesn't decide that Republicans are going to pay more than Democrats, right? Right. When you go to the grocery store, we all pay the same. It all affects us the same. When we put gallons in in our vehicles, it all affects all of us the same. So inflation is a big deal. 
crime is a big deal because when somebody caps you in the head or caps your kid at the, in the head for sitting at a train station, I'm going to talk about that in a oh, minute. Oh, you know, in college oh, in, yeah. in New Orleans. Yeah, LSU yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that. But uh, when, when that happens, it, it doesn't matter if you, it, you know, nobody no. cares if you're Republican or Democrat, right? And the same thing is true with this border issue. Everybody in America is being affected by this. This is not a Republican or a Democrat issue. So those are the, those are the main issues. But I think education. I think a lot of people on both sides are getting fed up with the idea that teachers and administrators are telling your little boy that he's actually a girl when he gets to the school, right? <laughs> and that your little white boy is a horrible person because he's a little white boy. You know, you know Trey, Trey you're, I think your white privilege is starting to talk now, and I'm, I'm starting <laughs> to feel like this is an unsafe space. Is it? You know, are you feeling uh, a little unsafe? I think right you're now? a racist. I, I really, you're a white supremacist and possibly a threat to democracy. Now, if and if, you need to stop, if we were to call HR right now, Brenda, and tell her this, she would tell you, "Go to hell." Uh, um, <laughs> well, I think she'd be a little more colorful about it. There might be a different I, word. It's the whole license thing. I have to watch that. I know. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. But, Brenda doesn't. Anyway, that's right. That's right. All right, back in just a minute. I got to tell you about Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC at two ten six five one five eight nine nine. Big small jobs. No matter the size of the job, no matter what's going on with your plumbing or your heating or the cooling into your home, they do it all at Quarter Moon. Are you having allergy problems? I know that we are. Everybody's got allergy problems around here if you're having allergy problems. They have air purifiers that go right into the AC system, so every bit of air that you breathe goes through that air purifier first, and you can find out more about it just by calling Quarter Moon. really helps with your allergies, your asthma, and so much more. They are the experts at work. Worst case scenario, so whatever your plumbing problem is or your AC problem is, they solve it for you. They solve it in a hurry so you can get back to, well, normal life. And they won't send out a commission salesperson to try to sell you any more than what you need. It's Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, 210-651-5899. This is... (laughs) Go ahead. Say what you have to say about it. It is MJ. I know how you feel. I got to go to the uh, lounge there and get me a cup of Jesus juice. Got to get out of here. It's at 838 at KTSA. Uh, he's Sean Ryman. I'm Trey Ware. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We're here. Monday through Friday, uh, 7 to 9. I do 5 to 7, and then he does uh, 9 to 11. And I had a conversation with Sheriff Javier Salazar this morning. It's uh, at KTSA.com if you want to hear it. Mm. It's uh, concerning him now opening a criminal probe into Ron DeSantis which it's completely unfounded, completely, this is just my opinion, a complete uh, political hit job Oh yeah, that is being done now. I don't know <laughs> if it's coming down from above. I suspect that it is. Uh, he did admit during the interview that Lulac is the one who ordered him to do this. Well, if you're a law enforcement official, particularly the sheriff of a county, you don't get ordered around. You open up an investigation when you have evidence of crime. Right. He admitted he has no evidence of a crime. Uh, that he just has Lulac pressuring him, apparently, you know, tasking him with doing his word. It is, yes, he did. I heard it tasked, myself. <laughs> they have tasked him yep. to do it. So yeah, yeah. this is why he has opened up this investigation. If Lulac is tasking him to do this, and I don't know who else, mm. you know, uh, but I suspect that there are probably others who are pressuring him. He ac- accomplished a couple of things. Number one is he's all over the news today, everywhere in America and around the globe. And number two, it gave the liberals over at ABC and CNN and everything else the opportunity to say that somebody 
is investigating Ron DeSantis. They didn't have that before this morning. You know, I hadn't thought about that. Oh. He is now the only one who claims he's actually doing it. Well, and, and if you look at you know ABC wow. this morning, they went on the air this morning. I watched it on the television, and they kind of like orgasmic delight. They oh, were yeah. saying they were like, "Oh my God, now Ron DeSantis is being investigated. Ron DeSantis is being investigated." You know, the the biggest mm. thing to them is that Ron DeSantis is being investigated. Well, he gave them that sure because he. He launched investigation. Investigation. My first question to him was, "What is your jurisdiction?" And uh, he said, "It happened in my county." Well, no. If these people were what happened, you know what he says happened actually happened. It's a federal case. It's a Merrick Garland case. It's not a Javier Salazar case. It's not. Well, it's a. You're right. It's yeah, obviously, but it, it, it because it's cross state lines. But it's a very bizarre premise too, because his premise is that somebody. S- Actors, as you would call them, from Florida somehow lured people uh, down on San Pedro here in, in San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas, and Bear County to go to Florida to be sent to to uh, Martha's Vineyard, which is an absurd premise. When Biden himself has been flying people into Florida for fourteen months, why would Ron DeSantis? need to lure people from Bear County, Texas, to Florida when he's already got people there. Well, we do know that, you know, th- these people were shown brochures here. These these well, are people yeah, yeah. Uh, that prior to this happening, these were people that were living on the streets. Right. Right. They were out down. They were, you know, they had no place to, they, they didn't know what they were going to eat next, right? They right. were living on the streets. They had no shelter, no food. And they were shown these uh, brochures, which happens all the time. By the way, these NGOs are constantly talking to them about, how would you like to go to Philadelphia? How would you like to go here? How would you like to go there? That's going on all the time. So, you know, as far as I know, DeSantis may have had somebody over here. I don't know. They may have had somebody showing these these brochures. Uh, Bottom line is, they got a hotel room. They got food. They got clothing. got their haircuts. You know, got nice shoes and all that. Then they were flown by charter. First to Florida and then up to Martha's Vineyard, where then they were handed off to people in the brochures saying, we're going to take care of you. And they immediately got help once they got there. Right, right, And then they were taken over to Joint Base Cape Cod, where now, Sean, they are Ubering to go shopping for their kids. And So, if anything, Ron DeSantis improved their lives. Right. But let me, I just want to make sure I got got my facts straight on this. Okay. Okay. The specific group of people we're talking about. Yeah. Were they shipped out to Florida from Florida? I mean, did Florida resources bring them from Bear County, or was this a Biden group that just no. happened to be there? No, it's very possible that this was a group of people that were uh, seen here. You know, people were handing out these brochures, right. and they were seen here as a group that you know they could take to Martha's Vineyard. It's very possible that that happened. That, is- do- that doesn't mean, however, that they were trafficked. The trafficking comes in if they were taken against their will. That's right. the human trafficking part of this, right? And they were not. They were given multiple opportunities to say, no, I right. don't want to do this. They even signed affidavits saying, they signed papers saying, no, I want to go. And then Telemundo followed up once they were at Martha's Vineyard. Telemundo followed up and said, you know, are you happy or sad? No, we're very happy. Thank you, oh, Governor yeah. DeSantis, for bringing us here. Oh, yeah, so there's I'm no sure. human trafficking. Well, I, again, I just because what I'm trying to, to nail down is were these people that were, that were already in Florida that had been shipped there? No, no, no. 
No, no, they were they they originated here. They started here. Oh, I know that. But right. what I mean is, were they taken to Florida? Like Biden is shipping people from Texas to Florida. We know that, right? Right. He's putting people on, on get, get across the border on airplanes. And New York. And and he's and but he, he's specifically to Florida because he wants to flood Florida sure. with with. So what I'm seeing is, how do we know that there's any connection between Florida from their end and these particular this particular group of people? From were they just people who were in Florida? Because no, my no, understanding were, was that that they were just no no immigrants yeah. illegal immigrants right put on a plane by the Biden administration no, to Florida no they were here living on the streets of San Antonio okay right they were living here on the streets of San Antonio okay. I think and they that's were what approached I didn't with a brochure saying would you like to go here I got you and they looked at the brochures I have the brochure right here and they looked at the brochures and said oh absolutely I would love to do this because remember Ron DeSantis's whole point about this from the very beginning has been, I want to connect them with sanctuary cities who have the services for them. That's been his whole right, point. Right. That's what he said over and over again. That's exactly what Greg Abbott has been saying. I want them to go to Washington, and because both of these places, Washington and New York, say that they are sanctuary cities, sure, sure. and they have the services. They can provide the services. Martha's Vineyard had a brochure out that said, we're here to give refugees right, right. services. So... They were shown these brochures. They were treated like kings and queens. They were given every opportunity to say no, and they didn't say no. And even after it was over with, they thanked Ron DeSantis for taking there. <laughs> the, the human trafficking, in, in my view, comes in the Biden administration when they take little children who can't say no, right? Or yes, little children can't sign a piece of paper legally. Mm-hmm. You know, right. if you sign a contract when you're 16, it's invalid. Right, right, right. So they, you know, Joe Biden takes little children in the middle of the night. And I have the story from October 18th, 2001 right here. I brought it up with Javier. He said, well, I didn't even know this was going on. Bull crap. Sure you did. He, they, they flying little children in the middle of the night. That means you're doing something right. you don't want anybody to know about. To New York, Joe Biden is doing that. To me, my opinion is that's kidnapping. Well, that is, that's, yeah, that's, that is human trafficking. But the whole, yeah, and and because the premise is he's everybody's accusing DeSantis of doing what Joe Biden has been doing for yes, fourteen months. Fourteen months. That's it, right there. Right, right. And yet, when it comes down to it, Javier and I asked him about this in the interview, KTSA dot com. I asked him about this. Did have you investigated Joe Biden for this? Because what you're saying, Ron DeSantis has done. Joe Biden has been doing for 14 months. Where you been, big boy? Right. Where right, you been? Right. It's all very strange, man. These are strange damn times. <laughs> and it just so happened, and we'll just toss this in real quick before the break. But it just so happened that this family of the Aqua Springs folks had oh, a yeah. press conference yesterday, mm. and then last night there was a nice little diversion, deflection away from all that. Well, the timing of that is very intriguing. Is to it me. not? And I, I haven't thought about this case. This happened in 2019, so I, you know, I had to kind of look it up. Uh, and 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 kind I of followed do it some closely because I had him on yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah, and uh, again, you and you know, I say this all the time: timing is everything. So you have this press conference with this family. They want the Texas Rangers to take over the investigation right. of the death of this mom and her two kids, which Correct. you know initially was called a uh, a ho- double homicide suicide. Uh, and they're saying that because it's been two, well, nineteen, what, two years, three years, almost three years. Mm-hmm. And uh, Salazar says the case has gone cold. Uh, there's really the investigation has stopped. 
uh, and uh, they want uh, the truth. And, and and so that happens in the afternoon. See, I, they, I'm glad you, you guys were on this because I, I was dealing with my mom pretty much all day. So this happened in the afternoon, and then Salazar does his conference about the Florida thing, Martha's Vineyard thing, later in the evening. See, that to me is messed up. <laughs> they, they, don't, they, they cannot be unconnected. That is how I started my show this morning right, at 5 right. a.m. was, okay, he needed the diversion. He needed the deflection. In politics, that's what it's all about. Right. Perfect timing. Look over here. Somebody <laughs> says to him, hey, you need to investigate Ron DeSantis for human trafficking. Right. But the exact same thing that Joe Biden has done, I asked him about fentanyl. I asked him about the deaths at the border. I asked him about the truck here, the 53 dying. Where was he when all that was going on? Right, you know, right. Why aren't you upset about all of that? Why all of the sudden... Are you upset that and 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 going after Ron DeSantis? Why all of a sudden, when all this stuff, other stuff is going on? Meanwhile, also your county's gone to hell in a handbasket with crime. Yeah, it's, people, it's getting pretty bad. Ask people in this county if they feel safe. And hey, dude, that uh, shootout uh, on uh, I guess it was the Tazel or yeah, Braun Road, I think. It was in my neighborhood with a road rage thing. I mean, it, it's getting go. close to home. It's 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 spreading to all corners of the city where you didn't normally used to see that kind of violence. So, number one, he's got that kind of violence in his own county. Yeah. Number one. And number two, he's meddling in a federal case, something that if, right. if there's charges to be brought up and if there's an investigation to be had, it's Merrick Garland yeah. who should be yeah. heading this mm-hmm. up because it's a federal case, right? Right. You're talking about kidnapping and human trafficking. That's a federal case. It has nothing to do with Javier Salazar, unless, of course, you're doing a Democrat hit job on a Republican. Right, right, right. That's all that is. Well, the, the simplest answer, simplest, most direct answer is usually the correct one. Right. And and uh, my initial sense was, well, yeah, two things. Yes, it's pol- political, obviously. Sure. And also diversive because uh this other press conference that That's was going right. on, which directly implicates him. And we don't know everything about that, and no. I, I would I would welcome the Attorney General from the state of Texas launching a full-scale investigation into the investigation. Absolutely. All right, I want to tell you about Alamo Water Softeners and my friends over there. Another one of my friends, Brad, um, on my recommendation, and he posted this last night, he, uh, he, he runs a great motorcycle shop here in town, and Brad had asked me months ago about uh, water softeners, and I told him about Alamo water softeners. Well, he got with them, and they installed it yesterday. And Brad has this gigantic smile on his face, and we're all happy when Brad's smiling. Alamo water softeners does the best job, and not only water softeners, but whole home treatment systems for you. You know these uh, forever chemicals that are in the water. Yep, they've been found in the water. They're in the groundwater, and they're in human beings here in our own community. So not only softening your water, but making sure you have a water filtration system that'll stand up to the tough tests of our water around here. Getting those contaminants out of the water for your family, those harmful contaminants, and protecting your family. That's what Alamo Water Softeners is all about. Have a whole home specialist come over and take advantage of special pricing throughout the month of September. That's alamowatersofteners.com. Brutal summer heat here in San Antonio can wreak havoc on your home's paint job. It's time to call Rhino Shield. It comes in any color and covers just about any surface with a 25-year quality guarantee. Go to TexasRhinoShield.com for a free quote today. Thanks to uh, David Van Camp for popping in a minute ago and mentioning the Javier Salazar interview. You like to rock this town? Oh, I love the Stray Cats, and I love David Van Camp. You too. ever see the Stray Cats? Not in concert, no. Oh, they're great. I'd love to. They're great. Saw them in concert as the Stray Cats 
and as the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Oh, oh Christmas time. Oh, man. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what it was. Knock on. It, in fact, uh, what is that? The, the, the Grinch comes out at the end. Somebody in a Grinch costume right. throwing out candy canes in the audience as it snows on you. <laughs> nice. Anyway, you just asked me what I'm going to do. We always ask each other that. I'm going to go for a little motorcycle ride this morning and take it over and right. uh, and take Nancy to lunch. She made me lunch yesterday. She always makes me lunch. Right, right. Lunch right it's home. nice. And yesterday, it was one of my favorite things in the world. Mm, very cool. Grilled cheese and tomato soup. Oh, that's just good food, man. You that's know? just good food. So my daughter Alicia made us some fried tacos last night. Mm. Fried chicken tacos. He fried them up in a skillet, and they were delicious. Nice. <laughs> now you made me hungry. I love eating food. <laughs> See, the difference between you and me right now is I can leave and eat. You got to stay. I got to stay <laughs> for two more hours. Well, that's all right. I, I talk I, about I, the problems of the world. <laughs> I, I do. I told you I did want to mention one thing just briefly. Yeah, please. We have a Carrick coffee maker yeah. here. And the little cups you put in there, and you you bring the lever down, it pumps it out. Sure, K-cup machine. There's somebody here at this station that keeps leaving the damn little cups in there. <laughs> when I come we have in- a little trash can right next to it where you're supposed to throw <laughs> the cups. And let me tell you something, man. When I come in in the middle of the night, right, right the th- the water tanks are empty, and both of them have cups, and i got to clean them all up and fill them up with water. Come on, man. But 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 I got to tell you. That's a first world problem. You know, it's a little thing well, I have to I know. deal with. It's just a little thing yeah. with me. It's, it's just kids, a little thing. Kids on dirt piles over it there. It doesn't keep to... me up at night. <laughs> I'm just saying that somebody's leaving the little cups in there. You know what i got to find out is who's drinking my water out of the refrigerator. That ain't me. You, you know what I'm putting on a bottle now? What? Not yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Ne- next, if it keeps it up, I'll start putting something in the bottle they don't want. There you go. Have a good show. Thank you, brother. Love you, San Antonio. Bye.